And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Uh, you are now tuned into anything potable, the most honorable, the most audible. Hold the applause, like Paul Pierce when he was fresh out the hospital, like Antoine when he shimmied after shots went. Welcome to Anything is Potable! Boston Celtics podcast here on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm your host, Sam Jam Packard, professional sports fan, and I'm joined, as always, by El Nino, the kid, the god, the legend, Celtics beat reporter from The Athletic, Jay King. Ladies and gentlemen, we are coming to you live from the visiting coaches podium after the Celtics take down the Atlanta Hawks in the final game of the regular season. They win 120-114. to 114. They secure their 57th win of the season. And just an absolutely wild, bonkers shooting performance from Peyton Pritchard, Mike Muscala, and Sam Hauser. Star of the evening, uh, Peyton Pritchard. Before we dive into this, just want to give a shout out to uh, Yaz and Tommy, who visited me after the game. Great folks. Um, but Peyton Pritchard, 30-point triple double. Yaz and Tommy? You uh, can't Tom- just say names without saying Tommy's that. my uh, good friend from high school who I have a huge crush on, and Yaz is her mom. All right. All right, yeah. You have a huge crush on your friend from high school. Yeah. Named Tommy. Yeah. It's a it's a, a girl. It's a girl, yeah. My aunt is named Tom. Do you have a crush on her? No. Okay, well, that's good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Peyton Pritchard, 30-point triple-double. 30 points, 14 rebounds, 11 assists. Only 200 Celtics have done that. Larry Bird and John Havlicek. Can we say that Peyton Pritchard is the next Larry Bird or the next John Havlicek because of these numbers? No. No, we cannot. <laughs> Correct assessment. Uh, but he was great today. He was able to create a lot of three-pointers for not just himself, but other people too. I thought in the first half, especially, he was able to get to the paint. They shot, I think their first 11 shots were all three-pointers. And a lot of them were either threes by him off his own player movement and then he got into the paint and created shots for other people too Um, i was actually disappointed by his second half because he had 13 three-point attempts going into halftime and i thought he was going to set the record clay thompson i was it 22 24 24 i thought he was going to do it but instead he just tried to triple double hunt yeah you could tell he (laughs) he was hunting and he (laughs) there was a funny stretch when he was stuck on nine assists because like he passed up a wide open, like multiple wide open <laughs> he, shots. He had like three or four turnovers just from overpassing it, um, and it, that that assist evaded him for a while. But he eventually got it and uh, got another one on top of that. Thirty fourteen and eleven played a solid forty six minutes, and uh, their offense went to total shit when he was out. Not really surprisingly. But J.D. Davidson was in charge. What do you mean when he was out? He played 46 minutes. The two minutes, it went to shit. It was like a disgusting two minutes of basketball. He was a plus 11 
uh, and so in those two minutes and seven seconds, they uh, lost by five. They lost by five. So you and the offense was shit. It was terrible. Well, I also have to shout out uh, Sam Hauser, eight of fourteen from deep. Um, him and Peyton Pritchard are the first teammates ever to have eight threes made in a game and six assists, which is a wild just That's stat. just cherry-picking stats. Oh, it's oh, game 82 on. shenanigans. It's just absolutely what's going on here. Um, but also, like, eight three-pointers and six assists. Like, come on. That's not real fucking milestones here. That's that's a pretty outrageous thing. It's never happened before. And Peyton Pritchard pointed out a bunch of his assists were just – Sam Hauser making impossible fucking shots. That three Hauser hit. The third that, one. The third one from the corner as the shot clock expired with someone's hand like an inch away from his his release was just kind of wild. He had an awesome three-point night. And he finalized another 40% three-point season, which is continuing a streak that has lasted his entire life. Now we cannot we can't confirm that it lasted throughout high school and everything else, but every year in college he did it forty percent or better. His two seasons in the NBA forty percent or better, and his time in the G League last season forty percent or better. He told me that he believes he also shot forty percent or better every year during high school. You would hope, but he couldn't confirm or deny that. Uh, he wasn't a hundred percent sure. So. As far as I'm aware, he has literally shot 40% He's a lifetime, every year of his life. He's a lifetime 40% shooter. That's insane consistency, though. Like, for a stat that often goes up and down and is extremely – has is very variable, like, for him to be that consistent just shows how next level he is as a shooter. Do you think – he gets any time in the playoffs. Saying that, given how like valuable uh, three point shooting is, when it comes down to playoff rotation, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot of like situations where I see Sam Hauser playing or Peyton Pritchard, which is kind of wild. You you don't think Hauser could play against like the Heat in the first round? I think he could, but like I don't think he's going like, to get more than like Kevin Love is at power forward, and they just put Sam Hauser there to just firebomb him for. An entire stretch of play. Sure, no. Just run pick and pops the entire time. That's why. That's why you're the. I don't. The I mean, NBA I don't. Journalist. I don't know if that's a happen. good. And it's it's entirely possible it doesn't happen. Who do you think the Celtics will start in the playoffs? Do they go back to the big starting lineup? Do they keep Derek White in there? Like, what's going to be their mo come playoff time? It's very interesting. I think they will uh, against the eventual opponents like. If, assuming they win their first round series against the Sixers, I can imagine them um, starting small. But I don't know uh, if that changes necessarily if you're going up against the Heat and Bam Adebayo or this Hawks team with Clint Capella. I can see them starting small in both matchups. Derek White did play five minutes tonight, played in all 82 games, which is impressive. It's it's so impressive because he. it's not like he was just the luckiest person all season and had – Nothing to play. He fucking had a hole in his ear. Yeah. <laughs> the man had a hole in his ear. He he had a neck issue, like really fucked it up against the Hornets, played the next game. Um, he sprained an ankle the other night, and then it was just like remarkably still available. The guy just and not only that, the next day at shoot around or the next game at shoot around, he he was he was there participating and he was going through shooting drills without his sneakers tied. And I asked him afterward if he often shot around with his sneakers untied. 
And he said, no, he had just forgotten to tie them <laughs> and then realized like halfway through the drill that they were untied and just proceeded to continue to shoot with untied sneakers. That's, I guess, a good mindset to have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he was totally oblivious for half of his shooting drills that his sneakers were untied with a sprained ankle, nonetheless. It wasn't like to relieve the ankle. No, well, normally you no, like to tighten the shoes. He said he just ankle. forgot. I mean, I guess he's just so locked in. That's why you can play 82 games from him. Um, I guess to be- get back to your question, I imagine the Celtics would go small. But- Hold on. One other point about Derek White. <laughs> I, ta- I talked to him today in the locker room about uh, the 82 games played, and he was talking about the importance of eating right while literally double fisting like little cupcake cookie things that Luke Cornett <laughs> had made for the team. <laughs> you got it. It was, it was a great moment. He had one in each hand, and I. It was, Did he take a bite of one and then a bite of the other? It was he was he was double fisting. Oh, that's fantastic! Uh, the other news, I guess, to come out of today, we had an unexpected Brad Stevens press conference. We have not talked about Jalen Brown uh, watering his own plants, breaking a vase, and then getting a cut on his finger, and then having the most outrageously sized bandage of all time, which was significantly reduced in size today. Um, so that's a good sign. But Brad Stevens wanted to make it very clear that Jalen will be practicing later in the week and will be ready for the playoffs. Um, first question for Brad, why are you letting Jalen water his own plants? Would somebody water Jalen Brown's plants? Would somebody remove all sharp glass? It's the playoffs. From you his can't, side. If he, and here's the thing. Jalen Brown, you you break that face – you step away. You call in someone else to clean it up. You get a vacuum. I just don't think that you should be reaching around anything, uh, shards of glass. He had literally tweeted, water your plants, like, three days before the accident. Yeah, it was a bad omen. But I have Kind of creepy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind, of, kind of messed up. Water your plants. And then, like, it cuts to Jalen in his house. Just cuts to Jalen. Did you say that on, on purpose? Was yeah, like a, like a little movie scene. Like he tweets it, and then cuts to him, just bloody as hell, getting his, cut. Yeah, in his house. Uh, any reason for concern? I guess we have no idea how the five stitches in his finger is going to affect him. But it's probably not. It's fucking stitches. He's gonna be fine. They have a a week before their next game, and and for him that happened Thursday night. So he has nine days at least until the first game. So it's just a cut. He should be fine. How did you feel about Malcolm Brogdon being active for today's game but not wearing a uniform? Well, he was just technically active. <laughs> he, he was. How not, do you feel about the technically active? He was not ever going to play. Um, so I don't care about that at all. That did not phase me. <laughs> In the least. The other cool part of today was that uh, Al Horford's son was sitting by the Celtics bench the whole game and doing some ball boy stuff. So I thought that was cool. That Wearing was really a matching cool. jumpsuit with Al Horford. Not it, not the same jumpsuit, but matching colors, yes. Yeah, matching, I guess, brands, styles. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much all I got from this game. They're, the Celtics are officially a second seed, 57 wins. Um, but... Yeah, I guess that Jay, if you want to tell the people what your your plan is for the next couple of weeks. So normally right now I feel like we dive into what the entire season is, but we're jacking up the rate of podcasting here. We're jacking it up. We're jacking it way up. We are taking our game to a playoff level. We're gonna do 
podcast every weekday. So you're going to get them every Monday through Friday. And it's going to be fucking awesome. I'm jacked up. Live on the Athletic app. So if you uh, uh, like the podcast, want to be able to participate, want to be able to ask us questions, download the Athletic app and you'll be able to join the live rooms. We'll get a ping notification right to your phone. Uh, You can join on in. Now, the people get upset with me because they say they can't hear me during these live rooms. You just got to plug your headphones in. And then you can hear me fine. Uh, that's the easy fix. I don't know app science uh, about sound, but apparently that Why fixes everything. Why don't you have workable headphones? I, are, I, do you rock with AirPods? Like, what are you? My, I have uh, rock. I've had so many people reach out to me and be like, "Sam, just sounds awful." I have these budget AirPods that yeah, for some Jesus reason Jesus Christ, that's what you're working with. Yeah, and they don't connect to the Athletic Live Room app, so I have to uh, have wired in hair, AirPods when I do the live shows, and for some reason those only work. I need I needed to catch the parachute and get the free AirPods that the Celtics dancers give out. That would have been awesome for you. Um, before we leave, we should at least discuss J.D. Davison. He played more minutes tonight than he had. The best the lob thrower the on the team, perhaps? The man can throw lobs. I literally have no idea what else he will do at an NBA level. Um, but he can really throw a lob. And he can really, like, fly. He went for, like, he can jump pretty high and like floats in the air um great athlete great lob thrower something to work with there he did not want to shoot threes like i think someone told him at at halftime like you gotta at least look at the basket when you catch it wide open at the three-point arc because he did get a few up in the second half including the one that sealed peyton pritchard's triple double that is true that was that was a huge one biggest shot of the game um but yeah he, he can really really throw a lob Another part of this game that I found exciting was when Luke Cornett thought they were calling a technical on him, but it was really on Garrison Matthews of the other team. Uh, that, that was pure comedy because Cornett was like really pissed at first and just confused and then realized he was arguing a figment of his imagination. Uh, and then the Justin Champagny. Did debut. Some we haven't even talked about Mike Muscala scoring 18 points in the third quarter. <laughs> he was hot. He was hot. <laughs> he was having a moment there. He was hot. I mean, 30 points, 83 points from Pritchard, Muscala, and Hauser combined, which was fantastic. Uh, Blake Griffin also tried to have an extremely swaggy start to the game. Yeah, behind the back, step back three. <laughs> On the second possession, after he'd hit a three on the first, I just thought that He knew was... he was playing one six-minute stint, and then there's nothing after that. So he's going to try and get as much cool shit done in that six minutes as possible. Not a lot of success for him. He, I guess he did hit one three. He hit, he hit one. He did, I think, fall on the floor, as Blake Griffin's want to do. Uh, do you think that's just, like, the only thing that, like, brings him pleasure anymore? Is just, like, trying extremely hard on a basketball court? He he tries. I what... think a lot more things than that probably <laughs> give him pleasure. I don't think that is like the only thing in his life. That I mean, he in the basketball context, I'm sure he enjoys producing movies and being in, entirely wealthy and famous and things like that. <laughs> but outside of that, in the context of basketball, he's like, I can no longer dunk or uh, you know take guys off the dribble, but I can take charges and dive. He, with he the best can of occasionally them. dunk. It's kind of depressing. Uh, when they had Muscala take the tip tonight over him, which, which I think uh, is fair. Which I thought was funny. That was pretty funny. Um, How'd you feel about the saxophone anthem tonight? 
It was a great anthem. Saxophone anthem, always a great anthem. That was a great anthem. Uh, they just took the guy that he's normally just hanging out outside the uh, arena. He plays on the street every. I think he game. did my cousin's wedding. And Your, a cousin just had one sax player for yeah, his wedding, and it was fucking awesome. It was he Full was night of sax. I, I think I think it, it was him. Um, and. It was the most amazing thing because they had the full like ceremony or whatever, and he did it the whole time. Like, aren't you so fucking tired? Aren't isn't every muscle in your face just he's sore? Got, he's got amazing lungs. That's impressive to do a whole. I don't even. I can't even really comprehend that right now. He was amazing. I forget what's his name again. Sax guy, Joe the Sax Man, Larry Sax. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's Harry Sachs. Uh, I think it's Joe the Sachs man. <laughs> you didn't get my joke. Well, uh, Harry Sachs. <laughs> I I, uh, I figured it out now that I, you forced me to say it out loud. And uh, oh, well done, sir. I tip my cap to you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I have nothing else on this game other than the guys who showed up in Jalen Brown masks and a cape and got on the jumbotron and pretended they were flying. Um, I was happy that they didn't win fan of the game because it felt like they were doing a little bit too much. But I'm glad they were nominated still because they did just enough, if that makes any sense. The Celtics were also very into the Masters after the game. Ugh. They had the Masters on both TVs in the locker room. Uh, That's such Blake great- Griffin was extremely happy when Brooks Kepka bogeyed, and it was a tie between Rom and Kepka at the top of the leaderboard. Oh, because Blake wants to be part of my takes Blake of the year. And he competes against Brooks Kepka, who they also call Blake. That could be the I think rivalry. That's the main that, motivation. That could be the. I, I think he just wanted to see a, a good round of golf. Nope, that's a Blake competition right there. It, it could be. Uh, um, golf is stupid. How do you feel about that take? And the Masters are dumb. If if you ooh the course, oh my god, what a what a great piece of uh, grass! This is the most historic piece of grass ever. We're gonna get so excited about the grass. Oh wow. This place of historic segregation is amazing. It is an extremely well manicured <laughs> piece of grass. Oh my god, that's not thrilling. many pieces of grass have ever been so manicured. Look, I have so well no manicured. problem with people golfing. It you can spend leisure time doing anything you want, but the amount of energy that gets spent being like the masters, a tradition like none other. It's just it's it's stupid that it's a televised sport. It's a dumb thing to watch, and I hate the amount of attention it gets because golf is dumb. You don't like golf. I, I no, I do not. Did you ever play golf? I have played golf because I don't get. I don't people get who wh- don't like golf. What is wrong about a round outside in a at a beautiful golf? I have course no problem with people playing golf. A beautiful golf. day with four hours of just chilling with your friends. That sounds really family, fun. Whoever. Why would that be televised? Why would you watch because another man do that? Sport. Why would you watch someone else participate in their nice, like, outdoor this, leisure this activity? Is, this is the stupidest thing. Okay, so you would watch people playing frisbee golf? No, frisbee's not a fucking sport. Well, it's more of a sport. <laughs> no, it's not. It, no, it's not. It's equally as amount of a sport. Have you ever thrown a frisbee? Yeah. It is fairly easy, right? I have, have, have you, you ever, ever tried to play golf? golf? You probably hate golf because you suck at it. I do suck at golf. Exactly. You probably hate frisbees because you're not chill. I hate frisbees <laughs> because... Because you're too much of a, a sports hardo. No, I, I hate frisbee, honestly, because when I was young, 
You couldn't. I tried to do it on a super windy day at the beach, <laughs> and it was so annoying, and it was so fucking stupid. So how would you feel if and everyone was just like, "Oh my god, this frisbee golf course! It's a tradition like another. It's like the best manicured course ever." If, if frisbee was the longest standing sport, then yeah, sure. Just so, so we just have to accept something because it's the tradition has just been going on forever. That's kind of what happens. In this, well, it's literally Easter. Like what? It's Easter today. I mean, I'm not going to speak on my thoughts on Easter, we, uh, but I'm not. We still celebrate Thanksgiving. We still celebrate <laughs> another all, problematic holiday. All sorts, all sorts of other shit. Uh, yeah, but I'm not allowed to have opinions on the ones I think are bad. Not a, not a golf. Golf is dumb. The Masters are dumb. Were you at all impressed by Justin Champagny? Uh, Did you have any thoughts on Justin Champagny? He had one play. I don't remember what it was. But I remember going, oh, Justin Champagny can do some things. I think maybe it was a putback or uh, he had like yeah, he had like a, a an offensive rebound and, and put it back. That's yeah, correct. That was pretty much my thought. I did like the Brad Stevens quote about him being like, Yeah, he just he has to come in and know he's never gonna play. So that's tough. I like, think that was honestly, I think that was as much about him as explaining why him. Because this guy they called no. they called about the buyout candidates and were told by all of them like how much how much time is this guy going to play is like Danny Green going to play or whoever and they were kind of like uh probably none <laughs> <laughs> and so so they they struck out on the they, like top buyout candidates because none of them wanted to accept what role the Celtics would have had for them which is too bad cuz the Celtics did have a disabled player exception they they could offer more money but uh they needed Jim. a guy who wanted no ambition, who just wanted uh, no minutes in the uh, like. Let's, he, let's not say it's no ambition. <laughs> the, the guy was in the G League. He had a shot to be on an NBA team for the playoff run. The, He's better be practicing his handshakes, his bench celebrations. Just follow Luke Cornett, whatever he's doing. I thought I had a chance at a Luke Cornett double double tonight. He failed me, Luke Cornett. I promised two double doubles by by him for by Christmas. He did not give me one double double the entire year. He just never got the rebounds. It's uh, disappointing stuff. I thought he... Maybe you should be disappointed in yourself for that stupid fucking prediction. You know what, Jay? I think it's a, a fair take. And I am disappointed in myself. I uh, I did have the Celtics over 55 wins this year, and they secured that with 57 wins. Um, so that's quite impressive. They are the two seed. They do have the second best record in all of basketball, and so if they were to make it in the finals, they would have home court advantage. But what what are your thoughts on the Dallas Mavericks and their tanking? I thought people like reacted like it's funny because people reacted crazy, but like teams have been tanking for like the past couple of months. Like, why is the Mavericks one getting so much more attention, and like the league doing an investigation when like the Spurs have been tanking all year, and the Trailblazers sh- shut down Dame two weeks ago, and like. I thought it was weird to play Luka Doncic just for a quarter. Like, I don't understand that move whatsoever. That's kind of insane. The Jazz, like, Colin Sexton is out there playing full court three on three before games. And it's like he hasn't played since February something. Yeah. So it's it's rampant. Tanking is rampant. Uh, With the Mavericks, it's like it's just so in your face because they didn't try to hide it at all. They just declared that all their guys were resting. They played Luka Doncic one quarter because it was Slovenian night. Um, oh, that's why he played one quarter. Yeah. Oh. 
I guess they had probably assumed that they'd be playing for something on Slovenian night when they scheduled that. They were. Got to schedule Slovenian <laughs> night earlier in the season. <laughs> a mistake for the schedule makers. Uh, the other news, I guess it looks like, the speaking of the Mavericks, they're down by 12 right now to the Spurs. So if the Spurs win, them and the Rockets will have the same record and there'll be a coin flip to see if the Celtics get the 33rd pick in the next year's draft. How excited are you? For the Celtics potentially getting that 33rd pick and then you having a summer full of articles being like potential targets at who the Celtics can get at the 33rd pick. Yeah. That's like big time stuff right there. Because if they don't get that, then they'll look their next pick's like Jaylen 57. Clark, bro. Tell me more about Jalen Clark. Defensive player of the year. UCLA. In the nation? And then he got hurt. Yeah. Oh, sounds like a good target. You say you're already you're already ready and prepared. I'm ready. Jaime Hawkes, you know about Jaime Hawkes, right? Can't say that I do. Another UCLA guy. Oh, so you only have you only scouted UCLA? No, but <laughs> those are two good ones. Those are two good potential second round picks. Um, this is a weird draft. We're already talking about draft. We, okay, let's wrap it up. We'll be we back. We can calm down with that. We'll be at back this, at this juncture tomorrow to do a full kind of recap of what happened this year. We'll be back on Tuesday night. While we're on the draft, I do want to (laughs) just—I do want to just say I'm proud of myself because I looked—I looked back at my uh, potential second-round draft steals from a couple of years ago, and it was Herb Jones, Austin Reeves, Quentin Grimes. Oh wow! And then two guys I don't want to—I don't want to bring up. But three out of the five are like for a second legitimate. round, legitimate. Three out of five—that's not and, bad at all. And Austin Reeves didn't even get drafted, so you could say I was definitely smarter than NBA GMs. If any NBA GMs are listening, would you take a front office job if offered to you right now? It depends how much money we're talking about. Uh, depends what position. I'm not going to get insulted by like an assistant <laughs> GM title. I, I'm either—I'm at least a general manager. Probably a president would of basketball. Turn operation. down an assistant GM job because he thinks it's an insult. <laughs> I mean, I just told you I have a sixty percent success rate on second round drafts. Uh, okay, I uh, once I graduate from law school, I'll be acting as your agent and Nick Freeman's agent. Maybe can get you guys working as a package deal in there. Jay King is the GM, Nick Freeman is the lead assistant, maybe head coach. One more thing to talk about. What's going on with the wave? It has been rampant. Was there a wave today or is it no, just a wave on no, Friday just, right in your just, face? Just on Friday. And the best part and about at the that Red is Sox the, game that I was at. Well, that happens at Red Sox game lately. all the time. The best part about the wave on Friday was that Forsberg sniffed it out like moments before and could point to the specific fan trying to start it. And yeah. just like, so we saw the wave developing right in your face the entire time. And that was like the strongest wave I've seen in a while. Had le- it went around the stadium. That thing had legs. Nine, ten times. I think it propelled the Celtics to eight quick points. Um, I agree. Weird during an NBA game, but at that point. <laughs> the, the dude who started it was relentless. He really spent like two full minutes. You got to like, be if you want to try- start the just wave. Just trying to, trying to get it started. And there was small ripple here, small ripple there. And eventually it took hold. And, uh, Sounds was, like you're coming around on the no, wave. No, it was a low moment. It was a low moment for that that man. Uh, <laughs> just a sad, sad man. It was a low moment for the arena. It was a low moment for the city. It was just a, a really dark mark. Okay, um, what would you say is a lower moment 
in just like things that happened in the TD Garden last week. The wave on Friday night or you losing a game of tic-tac-toe on Wednesday night? <laughs> See, I think I think everyone who loses tic-tac-toe should be banned as stated. Uh, I still haven't technically lost that game. <laughs> that game is is still ongoing. Technically, I, we never finished. Um, but the anyone who contributes to the wave, including players who were also doing the wave on the bench, I think Tatum got involved. I think Al Horford was doing it. You should probably be banned from the Garden. They can, <laughs> they can only play road games from now on. Jay King calls for Tatum and Al Horford to be banned from the Garden uh, because he cannot admit that he lost a tic-tac-toe. That's that, that, that video was laugh out loud funny though of like the wave in my face. Yeah, no, you were multiple cameras pointed at you as the wave swirling around I've you. Become, I've just become the wave guy and the Dylan Brooks guy and the How's it, the you, Sacramento Kings guy. Like I, I'm a, I'm associated with some weird shit. Yeah, you're a, you're a powerful man. Uh, I can say that you just uh, you carry my brand is weird at this point. Yeah, at least to have one though. Not a lot of people have a brand. I was I was just getting insulted by everyone as soon as the wave broke up. <laughs> <laughs> just everyone. Well, that sounds good. And I think that's a good place to wrap up. Like we said, we're going to be doing many more podcasts uh, starting this week. So make sure to tune in, get the Athletic app, subscribe to The Athletic, read Jay King's writing, uh, rate this podcast five stars, do everything you podcast hosts normally tell you to do. And thank you for listening to this episode of... Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub an official partner of The Athletic.